I'm here with 11 head football coach Mike Hathaway. Coach, 2-0. Uh, what can you tell us about the game against Yarmouth? Uh, kids came out and played well. Uh, you know, we, we started pretty fast again the first series. We, we did get, they stopped us down inside the five, um, but we got the ball back and, and uh, you know, put in a few scores early and uh, got up on them. And then, you know, in the second half, we got a chance to play some other guys and, and look at some other guys in some spots. So it was, it was a good week overall. It's always a debate, and we've talked about this. Haley and I used to talk about it a lot when we were doing games. You, you jump way out in front, you've got some tough opponents coming. And if you, if you get in the habit when you jump way out of not giving your, your starters a, a good look into that third quarter, they're not ready for that tough Saturday game right. where they got to go the whole way. And yet, you're not interested in scoring 70 points. I mean, that's not, that's not the issue. So that. I've always said that's that's a much tougher decision than people think it is. Yeah, we we try to not do it uh, wholesale all at once. We try to you know kind of filter guys out of the game in segments. So you know we kind of have some top tier guys that we get out of there first, and you know like maybe our second backfield runs a series with the first offensive line, and then you know we start to move in some guys that way and and do that. So you, you try to have a little bit of a plan for if that you know if that situation comes up and. And, uh, but we like to get guys on the field. You know, the more guys we can get on the field and get Absolutely. some experience, the better. So oh, try yeah. to take advantage of that when we can, you know. Helps your program for the future. I was saying to Mike about that. I got in the habit uh, right from day one when I started as a head coach of, you know, there was a lot of eye formation when I was coaching. Yep. I alternated tailbacks. So I always had two going. One of them hopefully was a upper class and one maybe a young kid. And it didn't mean that late in the game, if we really needed something, I maybe leave the older kid in there. But right. then when it came to that decision you're talking about, I'm talking about going to number three before I, right. I've already gone by number two. Yep. But uh, so who uh, who looked really good? Uh, any surprises? Any anybody um, you want to single out? Well, I mean, I think you know, I mean, Wyatt had a good game. He threw for three and ran for one. So you know, we we got good play out of the quarterback spot. Uh, he missed a couple of reads on that first series, but other than that. Uh, his reads are pretty good. He was able to hook up with Cole Moran twice, uh, the big tight end, so uh, that was good. Cam Jordan was a little little limited. He had a little bit of an injury uh, in the beginning of the game, so we kind of precautionary kept him out. So uh, we had some other guys step up. Mark Herman caught a couple of balls and, and had a couple of nice, uh, you know, nice big plays for us. Damian Calder had a couple of big plays. Uh, we really did a nice job of spreading around. Orenshaw got his first touchdown of the year. Um, you know, caught a wheel route on the outside. So we were able to throw the ball around pretty good, and we were able to distribute amongst our running backs pretty good. Um, you know, Tommy Casey, probably a, a, a lot of guys, has been a big surprise for us. He's a sophomore, uh, starting at left tackle and, and as our Sam linebacker. And, uh, you know, we thought maybe going into the season that he would be a guy that would be able to play, but, you know, might be, you know, one of the guys that we'd have to, you know, we'd have to get him in the right spots and make sure we limited a little bit of what he had to do. Uh, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. I mean, he's played really well. He's been our leading tackler both games, um, MCI and Yarmouth. And, uh, you know, he's blocked extremely well out of that left tackle spot. So in terms of surprises, he's, he's been a pretty pleasant surprise on both sides of the ball. Now, I noticed you've talked before, both when you've come on the show and in, during our interviews, about what your practice week looks like. And uh, because I messed up last week, I came on Thursday, yep. and you were with your top group, you know, both yep. offensively and defensive, watching a film. So is that a typical, is that typical of your week? Yeah, usually just like film study-wise, usually Monday we watch ourselves from the week before. Um, and then, you know, we kind of preview on the board, 
you know, on the whiteboard what the opponent is it looks like. Uh, and then we kind of have, a, you know, some stuff we do out on the field after. Uh, then on Tuesday, usually we watch the other team uh, for a pretty good chunk of time before we go out to practice. So we get, a, you know, we watch them in special teams, offense, defense. We get a little kind of taste of everything. Uh, Wednesday is kind of a, just a lift day um, for the older guys, so they don't really watch film Wednesday. But then Thursday we come back, and it's, if there's anything that we want to show that, uh, you know, might be special on offense. Like maybe we want to review with the quarterbacks that day, like, you know, the one high and two high safety looks and making sure that, you know, like, hey, this is going to be a big part of our pass game. Here's a couple clips. Let's, you know, make sure we can identify what the coverage is. And, and then on defense, we package up the formations uh, so that we can have one day where we just watch the other team, not in the flow of the game, but just by formations. So, you know, if, if uh, Pistol Pro was the top formation for Yarmouth last week. So, you know, we watched all their plays out of that, and we watched all their pass plays, you know, then we hit some of the other the other stuff. So, uh, yeah, Thursday is usually pretty good film study day, you know, for us. It's a day we tie up a lot of loose ends in the, in the game plan and give them a lot of good reminders. And what do you do on the day, uh, like a Tuesday faculty meeting? How do you guys well, Wednesday's our faculty meeting day, so that's why we really don't film that day. Um, and, you know, we have a couple coaches that work here in the building, and then the rest kind of come from the outside. So usually Wednesday is a day we get a couple of groups to get through the weight room um, and do that, and then we, you know, we get out to practice and, and just have a – usually our Wednesday practice is a little bit longer too. Uh, so not having as much before kind of helps out sure. on the whole, you know, the whole time. So The um – it's interesting to hear different routines. I, I talked to Coach Minahan. They, they never watch film with their kids. Never. Yeah, I think Coach Doucette's like and that Stason as well. Doesn't, yeah. I was going to say, Stason yep. doesn't do it either, which is interesting. I, I can't imagine, for me anyway, I can't imagine not having it so I could show them. You know, you're not to beat them to death, right, but you right. want to be able to show them, no, look, see how important that read that read step is? Or yeah, I think, kind of you know, the, there's the philosophy that some people take that, that, you know, you can watch so much more film on your own now than you used to be able to. So, sure. you know, if, you know, and you can, like, you, you can message players and you can put notes in the film and things like that. So uh, you certainly can go that way. I, I think it's good, you know, like when we, if we're coaching a linebacker in the film session, it's not just that guy. There's three other guys sitting there that play linebacker, so they're kind of getting that message. Uh, as well, and I think it gives you some accountability out there too, because I mean, you know, the film doesn't film doesn't lie, as they say. So, you know, some kids they, you know, they have to see themselves, and sometimes, you know, some kids is as much as we've probably gone away from this. Uh, you know, sometimes you need to call out a kid in the film room and say, oh. "Hey, like this, this is what yeah, you, truly. this is yeah. what you're putting on tape. This is what the other teams are watching. This is what we're watching in our coaches' meeting." And you know, uh, this this isn't you know, if you keep keep performing like this we might have to go in another direction here sure. and you know lots of times that fixes the problem so you know we try to use it that way too yeah I thought it was a good educational tool because remember I very at the very end of my time in in scouting we were able to, to have, have uh, this some of the technology right today it used yep. to be 16 millimeter I oh, know yeah. it was when you started <laughs> when I coached at Colby uh, you know I was working with the offense I, I never saw what the defense did we got right. a to- totally different film Yep. It was all broken down that way, and so you get a canister that never knew what our defense was doing at all. Yeah, we joke about that sometimes, too, when we're watching Huddle. Like, you know, Coach Bonavie will just fast forward through the offensive plays. and uh, I usually watch the defense uh, over the weekend, um, you know, or, or watch the other team's offense over the weekend for our defense, and then Coach Bonavie and I, when we meet on Sunday, discuss some ideas. But then after that, it's I, like I don't watch them again probably the rest of the week. I'm spending all my time on the other side of the ball. So, sure. you know, if, if you have a good staff and you have guys that can do some different things with that video software and 
coach some different positions. That that's certainly a help. I was thinking we I was with a couple of those guys um, when we went to see Maine play, and uh, they were brand new coaches. I yeah. didn't have any coordinator. I I, I right. didn't. <laughs> right. So who do you have this week, coach? We have Cape this week. It's gonna be a tough one at Cape. It's their home opener, so they're gonna be you know jazzed up and ready to play and. You know, they had a tough uh, tough loss to Wells last week. We saw it on tape. Wells is really, really good. Um, so, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, they, they lost to a really good team that's that's probably sure. going to win a state championship. So Now, I can't remember. They they play on turf now. They do, yeah. They yeah, Cape has had that turf for quite a while. I think it's one of the older turfs now at this point. Well, that They're probably due for a new one. Your game plan at all? No, nah, not really. We played on turf last week. It, it really doesn't have, uh, really doesn't change it at all, to be quite honest. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't. You know, I mean, maybe we play a little faster, but it doesn't, like, I don't call plays differently and we don't sub differently or anything like that. Um, you know, once in a while on the turf, you get the kids that come up and they have the face full of, like, rubber pellets stuck to their sweat. So sometimes you you'll be able to run a kid out there that way. But other than that, nah, there's no real effect on I, it. Because I was saying that when I coach lacrosse, it, it's definitely a different game on on turf. You can do the old bounce pass into the alley, and it comes right up to right. him. You know, I mean, which, you know, probably the one place it helps is if it's a bad weather game. If sure. it's a rain game, it doesn't take away as much of your pass game because the, the footing is still usually pretty decent on that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes that can help you a little bit. Sure. Well, Coach, I know you got to get back to business. Yeah. Uh, good luck this week, and uh, right. we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. All right. Take care.